From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, April 7th. I'm Sarah Reith. The spillway gates on Scott Dam remain open almost a week after they're typically closed. PG&E, which owns and operates the Potter Valley Hydroelectric Project, announced in mid-March that the gates will remain open indefinitely. This will cause an estimated 20% reduction in the water levels of Lake Pillsbury. PG&E told FERC, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, that an initial engineering assessment indicated that leaving the gates open is a necessary seismic safety measure. Meanwhile, PG&E is about 20 months away from the deadline to submit a plan to surrender the project. It's still unknown how long that will take or what exactly it will entail. In 2021, when a transformer broke in the powerhouse, the utility declared its intention to spend 5 to $10 million to repair it, in the belief that it would generate enough electricity to amortize during the surrender process. But just a few days after the announcement about leaving the spillway gates open, PG&E informed FERC that it no longer intends to replace the Potter Valley Transformer. The future of the project has been uncertain for years, and multiple committees, composed mainly of water users in the Russian River watershed and environmental advocates on the Eel River side, have struggled to reach a compromise. But Carol Cinquini says one group has been consistently sidelined throughout the talks. Lake Pillsbury Alliance represents a group of stakeholders that are not represented by any other stakeholders in discussions on the Potter Valley project. Specifically Lake County interests, especially the 450 residences, many of them multi-generational around the lake. But Cinquini, a director of the Lake Pillsbury Alliance, says Lake County has been left out of the studies analyzing many other aspects of the project. There were no studies done on Lake County communities, fire protection, wildlife, fish, all of the things Lake County itself might be vulnerable to, loss of economic income, um, things like that. No studies have been done. Lake County Council Lloyd Juntavano wrote a letter to FERC on Monday saying the county's position is that there should be an extensive analysis of the measures exacerbating impact on wildfire risk. Such an analysis must take Lake County specifically into account. The risks of this measure should not be imposed upon the county of Lake in order to affect a hypothetical benefit to PG&E. And as far as fire protection, is there another major body of water that firefighters can draw on, or is Lake Pillsbury pretty much the only game in town? That loss of that water resource in Lake County, it, it would have a huge impact. There's no other body that you can draw from. And people that don't understand the geography might say, well, you could, you've got Lake, you've got Clear Lake. It's miles away. It's, it's, it's completely different regions, you know. Pillsbury water also contributes to filling farm ponds. When the diversion was up and running, water being diverted, it helps to divert to farm ponds, puts water on down in the Russian, and those farm ponds have been used for firefighting Mendocino. Lake County Council Lloyd Juntavano went on to write that PG&E is attempting to leverage a simplified seismic stability analysis to justify what was announced as a permanent lowering of the gates, even though the more rigorous seismic analysis has not yet been completed. Cinquini thinks the decision not to replace the transformer is another instance of PG&E taking shortcuts. In terms of reading the, the tea leaves, what do you think that indicates in terms of the future of the project? Well, I think it's just another. Again, I had made the comment that I believe PG&E's made what they might consider smart business moves to not repair the transformer um, 
to to leave the gates down to put as little money as it can put in it, but it also will will hobble the project and make it more necessary to decommission as quickly as possible. I just think that's their strategy. And that's where you saw Lake County's letters saying, also saying, hold on a minute. You know, there are lots of other considerations that haven't even been looked at. Congressman Mike Thompson, whose district includes Lake County, also wrote FERC a letter requesting that the agency take a holistic approach in evaluating PG&E's plan to leave the spillway gates open. While he agreed that seismic concerns must be taken seriously, he cited California's unpredictable water supply and asked FERC to consider all impacted parties, including those who rely on water resources from Lake Pillsbury. FERC responded narrowly, telling PG&E that the unilateral decision to keep the spillway gates at Scott Dam open indefinitely could impact PG&E's compliance with measures in place to protect endangered species. That includes maintaining summer and fall releases of water from the reservoir. If PG&E wants authorization from the commission to keep the gates open, it will have to file an amendment application, including correspondence with regulatory agencies and the Round Valley Indian tribes. That letter from FERC was just saying, wait a minute, not so fast. There are a lot of things that need to be evaluated, but they're also putting them on notice that they're going to look for that evaluation, which will have to come via a um, license amendment process. And I think PG&E probably wanted to avoid that because a license amendment process can be a very long and arduous process. And were you heartened by the the letter from Lake County Council, or does it does it seem like it's kind of a cry in the wilderness? I think we're heartened by it, but we're hoping to be heard. I, we do believe, we've experienced it firsthand, that um, Lake County has been pretty minimized, marginalized in this whole process. The focus has always been on the Russian and the Eel River. And you can be marginalized by not having a seat at a table. You can be marginalized by being at a table where there are 30 other people that can overpower your point of view, there are a number of ways to be marginalized. You can be marginalized by not being evaluated. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.